listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. Ready for five more challenging Medicare sales scenarios and their solutions? We've got them. Listen to learn how you can handle more potential dilemmas and still close the sale. In today's episode, we're covering five more real-life Medicare sales scenarios and how to handle them, written by Roxanne Anderson. If you're just getting started in Medicare sales or want to bring your A-game, this AEP, then we have more Medicare sales scenarios to help you earn more helping others. In our last episode, we talked about how to troubleshoot five Medicare sales scenarios. If you haven't listened to that episode, you might find it helpful, so be sure to go back and check it out. We'll have the link to that episode in our notes for this episode. We know your time is valuable, especially this time of year, so let's get into it. Medicare sales scenario number one. New Medicare agent wants to be prepared for AEP. In this scenario, let's say that this fall will be your first time selling during the annual enrollment period. You want to be as prepared as possible to make it a good, profitable sales season. What should you do? If this is your first AEP, we are so excited for you. Luckily, here at the Agent Survival Guide, we have several podcast episodes and articles related to Medicare sales and AEP preparation. Also, Ritter Insurance Marketing, the field marketing organization that started this podcast, specializes in the senior health insurance market. If you want more tips, top contracts, or carrier-specific information, you can always reach out to your Ritter representative. Now, how can you best prepare for AEP? First, we recommend checking out how to prepare for AEP like a pro and the Survivor's AEP Checklist, two previous episodes that together give you a nice overview of what all you need to do before October 15th, including the certification and training requirements you need to complete. After you've contracted with carriers, you'll want to take the necessary steps to ensure you'll be able to get your Medicare enrollment kits on time. You may also want to freshen up on the rules for hosting a Medicare sales event, the rules for hosting a Medicare educational event, and Medicare compliance do's and don'ts. We've talked about all these topics here on the podcast before. Check out our episode notes for links to those episodes and additional resources that will help you make it a great AEP. Scenario number two, T65 client on disability has Medicare Part A, needs Part B. Let's set the scene. You recently met with a client who's been on disability and has been receiving payments for several years. He declined Medicare Part B when it first became available to him, but he took Part A. He's turning 65 soon and would like to enroll in Part B. Will he be automatically enrolled in Part B when he turns 65, or does he get a special enrollment period to enroll in it? Good news! Your client should 
be automatically enrolled in Medicare Part B when he turns 65. Even better, he shouldn't have to pay a late enrollment fee for delaying this coverage. If your client is eligible for Medicare due to a disability and is dropping job-based insurance that paid before Medicare, he may get an SEP that lasts up to eight months to enroll in Part B. Otherwise, he'll likely have to wait for the general enrollment period to enroll in Part B and may face a penalty. Scenario number three, clients with VA benefits, TRICARE, or COBRA. Here's the situation. You're slightly nervous about going to a Medicare sales appointment, only to have a client tell you they have VA benefits, TRICARE, or COBRA coverage. What should you do if you find yourself in this situation? Don't worry. You don't have to be nervous. We are right here to help. Did you know that two is actually better than one when it comes to having VA benefits and Medicare? When veterans with VA benefits pair them with a Medicare plan, they should have more flexibility and options in where they receive care and how it's paid for. The same may also be true for people with TRICARE and COBRA, though this varies more from situation to situation. When helping clients, take a really good look at what their current coverage covers and consider if it would be advantageous for them to enroll in some form of Medicare. If you have specific questions that the articles we've linked to don't answer, you can always check with your carrier reps or even the government agencies that administer these benefits for additional assistance. Scenario number four, your client's contact info is out of date. In this case, you want to follow up with a longtime client of yours, but you think they moved and changed their phone number. Is there any way you can find out their new contact information? Unfortunately, we're sorry to say there's not too much you can do. You can try to send a letter to their old address and see if it gets forwarded to their new one. Additionally, you can find out if the carrier can provide you with their contact info but they aren't obligated to do so, even if you are the agent of record. You may just have to wait for that client to contact you. In the future, try to make sure you record as much contact information as you can for a client, including an email address. Email addresses are valuable to collect for many reasons, such as providing another way to connect with clients and cutting down on the amount of paper you use and its associated costs. But they're also portable. If a client moves to a new physical address, they'll likely still use the same email address. It's also important to make yourself easy to find and connect with. That's where having a CMS-approved, lead-generating, Medicareful website can come in handy. Not only can you give your unique URL to your clients so they're able to connect with you online, but you can also use your own branded website for marketing purposes, quoting and comparing plans with clients, enrolling clients in plans, and more. We'll have a link to a site where you can learn more about getting a free Medicareful page in the notes for this episode. Scenario number five, selling other products to Medicare clients. Our last scenario, 
you're also contracted to sell other insurance products, including ancillary, long-term care, and life insurance plans. How can you best go about cross-selling these plans to your Medicare clients? We are happy to hear you're already contracted with ancillary, long-term care, and life insurance products and thinking about maximizing your Medicare book of business. Though they can be sold year-round, the best time to cross-sell plans like these to your Medicare clients is after AEP at follow-up appointments. During AEP, you can schedule follow-up appointments with clients. For clients who don't wish to schedule one at that time, try giving them a call a few months later to check in and see how they like their plan. Then ask if you can help them with any other coverage needs, like ancillary, life, or final expense insurance, or a different type of product you're contracted to sell. You can also mail your clients letters or mailers about the additional types of plans available to them that may help to lower their out-of-pocket costs and cover what Medicare doesn't cover. Be sure to let clients know you do more than Medicare. We've said it before and we'll say it again. Medicare sales are not always going to be easy. Is any job easy all the time? It would be nice, wouldn't it? But we believe in you, your common sense, your street smarts, and your problem-solving abilities. If you have any questions about selling Medicare or are in the middle of trying to figure out a tough case, ask us for a free second opinion. Simply call our ASG podcast hotline at 717-562-7211 or reach out to the team here at Ritter for help. Just a quick note, you don't need to and shouldn't give specific private client details. Keep it general like we did in this episode. We would be happy to point you in the right direction. What's a Medicare sales dilemma you've encountered and worked through? How'd you manage to help the client? Let us know. We will have the podcast hotline number in our notes as well as links to reach out to our team. If you like this episode, let us know. Give us a like, favorite the episode, or even better, follow along with our show. It's free to do that and helps us to be able to keep creating episodes like this one. Thanks so much for doing that. And thank you for listening today. We will see you next episode.